So I don't talk about this a lot, but when I was a kid, I was I was a competitive ice skater. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would like compete like nationally and stuff like. Don't. This should have been your secret. No, don't. I guess. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Dinner Views. I'm Matthew Francis and if you still have not figured it out, basically this show is a way for me to cook an amazing dinner for my incredible friends here in Hollywood and then interview them about their crazy journey thus far in this crazy town and to see what their dreams are for the future. Today I'm excited because I have Nikki Ang with me. Get up over Hi. here. <laughs> And if you don't know Nikki, which I don't know how you would know me and not her, but essentially she is an all-star director, editor, on-screen talent, cook now on camera, having your own little like eating your feed cooking show, and just like a huge talent all around. And I've been a fan before BuzzFeed even. No like I was looking at BuzzFeed, yeah. And um, yeah, we just became friends over the last two years. Totally. Yeah. I remember when you first started at BuzzFeed. I was going to say, like, do you remember how we met? Like, Yes, what was it was it? for a Tasty show yeah, yeah. called Tasty Date Night. Yeah. You were an intern and mm -hmm. we like flew you across the country because they were like, this guy knows what he's doing. Yeah. yeah so, and awesome. you did. Mm -hmm. It was awesome. Do you remember our first conversation? Because you were like, because um, I do. But you, but you were like, you were like, oh, like, where are you from? Like, like what did you do before here? And I was like, yeah. oh, I just graduated culinary school. And you're like, CIA? <laughs> Yes, because yeah. I wanted to go to the CIA and yeah. you went, and yeah. that sounded so cool. Yeah. I love that though. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, um, two years went by way too fast. Was it two years? That I've been there, yeah. <sighs> That's yeah. great. Yeah. Thank um, you for having me. Of course. Are you, you kidding me? You cooked for me, and yeah. all I have to do is sit here and eat it. Be charming. Pretty great. <laughs> it's easy for you, right? Yes, yeah. it is. Um, yeah, so basically, I know you kind of don't know what's going to happen, and that's how it's I fine. like it. It's great. I want you to just like, roll with the flow. Let's do it. Go with the flow. Mm -hmm. um, but first, before we kind of get into things, I always like guests that come on and people don't know. Mm -hmm. Just give me like your really quick life story. Life story. Life story. My whole life, really Every quick. time they get stressed. Oh, God. But I okay. love to do that. Um, I was born and raised in Singapore. Okay. My family moved to Seattle when I was 10. Mm -hmm. I have always been interested in film, TV, video, anything. I went to college and then dropped out. And then I moved to LA and I got a job at BuzzFeed. And I learned so much and I did so many things and I met so many awesome people and now here I am. Yeah. With one of them. Yeah. Uh, mm. But yeah, <laughs> I think like the best part of BuzzFeed is like I feel like it's like film school, but you get paid for it almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then like, you know, without the pretentiousness and the, I don't know, film school was hard for me. <laughs> yeah. School in general is kind of hard. Like I think I got through it because it was like food related, but I think if I were in a normal school or normal college, I probably wouldn't have yeah. survived. Also you're 18 and yeah. like nobody knows what's going on when they're 18. Yeah. I did not. So. No. Um, okay, so the first segment. Oh, I love this. Right? Mm. Is called Fast Food Favorites. <laughs> and you're going to um, have one minute to okay. pull like words out from this like pan here. Uh -huh. And it's going to be like a certain food item. Okay. And you have to give me your favorite flavor of that item. Okay. And you want to go through as many as you possibly can um, to beat the other guests who've already competed, right? Okay, great. I love a good competition. Do you want to know the other people's scores right now or no, do you want to wait? Okay, I want to be surprised. Okay, great. Um, so I'm going to get my timer going. Oh, pressure. I believe in you, right? But I, I love competing, so that's why I was like, I have to have this be part of the show. Great. Okay, ready? Yes. Three, two, one, go. Cookie, chocolate chip. Dairy item, whipped cream. Candy, uh, gummy bears. Rice, jasmine? Yeah, there's different types of rice. Last supper, oh, Thanksgiving dinner. Um, junk food, potato chips, salty, plain. Comfort food. Potato chips, <laughs> lettuce, um, romaine. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Smoothie. Um, I love anything with mangoes in it. Ice cream, something with berries in it. Bagel, oh, cinnamon raisin. Donut, simple glazed. Fish, branzino. Pasta sauce. Love a good marinara. Pasta shape. Um, what the one? What's the one that looks like an ear? Uh, oricati. No, no, no. It's like long and curly. Fusilli? No. Rotini? No. Oh no. I can't remember okay. what it's called. It looks like an ear. Um, dessert cake. Uh spice cinnamon? Nope. That's Damn. it. 
Cinnamon. Okay. I'll put cinnamon. Okay, that works. Cinnamon. Um, so now we count them up, and then like the most interesting ones that we I want to talk about, I like pull apart and we oh, converse. Oh, okay, great. I um, have to know the name of that pasta. Well, orecchetti means little ear. But it's not orecchetti. So I'm pretty okay, sure it's not. Okay, there could be another not. one. Yeah, there, I know there's another shape that's like like a longer ear. Yes, it looks like a trumpet and an ear. Mm. It is not orecchetti. Okay, so that must be that longer one then. Yeah, look it up. Trumpet shape. Mean, something else I was pasta. Campanelle. Cam campanelle. This okay, one, it okay. looks like this. It's a very pleasing shape to me. Oh, the trumpet, like the trumpet flower. Yes. yes. Trumpet flower. It's like a, yeah, some kind That's of like, what it's called? Like a tulipy looking. I don't know what the. I know. So it, apparently it's campanelle. Uh, cool. I love it. It's pretty. Well, that will still count it because you. We tried. Um, <laughs> now, let's both count these up. Oh, okay. Do it silently. and Or no, you can just count that normally. Fifteen. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay, let me write that down. Come on, how'd I do? How'd I you do? You are, I'd say, middle of the pack. Oh, no. Yeah. The record is Salorm with 22. 22? But that was good. Salorm, you devil. Yeah, you did better than, than most. Oh, thank you. Um, okay, and then the last one that I was also interested in was you mentioned that your last supper would be Thanksgiving dinner. Yes. And that was like one of the original items I you know, sent to I me. I know, I know, yeah. And I was like, that would be really fun, but for two people, I don't it's really so know how. <laughs> I love Thanksgiving dinner. I wish we could have it more than once a year. I I love everything about it. Stuffing, which is stuffing is like one of those things you only eat at Thanksgiving. Yeah. But like why? It's so good, yeah. It's so delicious. I want it all the time. Smell everything, gravy, potatoes, turkey, green things, I guess. Well no one Pie. ever said you can't do it more than once a year. I know, but I feel like people would be like, oh. Oh, that's alright. Also it's a lot of work. It, that's Partially why I didn't do it today. <laughs> I didn't want to make you make um, That's that's fine. Um, okay, so um, that was fast food favorites. Fast food favorites, love it. Yeah, and our next segment is called What App? Oh. So while I bring out an appetizer that either is a surprise <gasps> yes. for you, okay, or like something that they've never heard of. Sure. Um, you're gonna answer questions from social media apps. Okay, great. Right. And I get to eat an appetizer. Yes, you do. Yes, I'm on board. This right. is great so far. Okay, I'm gonna go get the food. Be right back. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and then you dip them in something or eat them by themselves? I dip them in the porridge. Okay, okay great. Then I'll get that up first. You got it, man. <laughs> yes! I love this. Here is the food, which I already took some beautiful photos for for Instagram. Perfect. I can show you those later. Delightful. And eventually the hope is with this show is to... Um, film the recipes and have yeah. them on YouTube. So you know more about this than me, so why don't you um, I mean, explain what yeah. it is? So, okay, so this is one of these dishes that I primarily have eaten at dim sum. Um, so there's porridge and there's donuts, which depending on like what dialect of Chinese you speak, uh -huh. it can be, they call it a lot of different things. I know it as yu tiao and it's just something that you, it's like a donut. Yeah, yeah. It's fried dough. Yeah. It's delicious. And you, I eat it with the porridge. Mm -hmm. And you can eat it with, I don't know, anything and everything. Can I eat it now? Yes, literally, go for it. And this seems like they're really great for dunking. Yes. And they're more of a savory donut. They're not really that sweet, right? No, they're not sweet. Yeah. They're, yeah, it's like a fried, savory, this is oily thing. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yeah. Let's mm. say again. Yeah, it's like a fried, oily, savory donut. Yeah. It's delicious. Um, it's good stuff. Okay, and um, mm. I'll pull up some questions to ask you. Okay, All right. great. So this is from, uh, these questions are from Instagram first. Love that. Um, oh, and I didn't even say your Instagram handle. What is your Instagram handle for everyone to follow you if they haven't followed it's you yet? It's my phone name, so, at Nicola Ong. There we go, and then I'm um, at Matthew Francis J. And you can send questions to me or guests to either of us. Okay, so uh, at the Jimmy Nation says, to you, what's the best part about the queer community? Oh, the yeah. best part? Yeah. Mm, I think the best part is that it is that. It's a community. Mm. It's about finding people who have, you know, been through similar stuff that you've had. It sounds like, it can sound a little, like, silly, but to, like, come across somebody who's like, I know exactly how you feel mm -hmm. is something that is so comforting because as queer people, like... There will be people you've known your whole lives or who have known you your whole life who, yeah. like, for a long time will never really understand who you are as a person. But then to, like, meet somebody and have them be like, hey, 
I get it. We like all the same things, and I feel the same way you do. We've been through the same shit. We've been through the same stuff. Yeah. It's awesome, and I, that's what I love about it. And, like, I, I came out not that long ago, mm-hmm. but then being able to be like, yeah, I'm gay, no big deal. I have a girlfriend, or I have a wife, and people being like, awesome, mm-hmm. is just cool. It feels great. Especially, like, isn't it nice, like, when um, you kind of announce it to a room or to a single person, and it's like literally no reaction or yeah. it's nice because like as a kid or it's like yeah because yeah. as a kid you're just like I don't even know if it's ever going to even happen it'd be right. possible right you're like terrified yeah, all yeah. the time yeah well good good question good they, question of course I didn't ask them <laughs> um, this is from um, Allison Kunesh one mm. what was your favorite home that you stayed in for home buddies ooh good question um should I explain the show? Yes. If people, okay. if you haven't seen Home Buddies, Home Buddies is. Yes. Home Buddies is a show I did with BuzzFeed um, where me and a colleague stayed in different types of like houses, living situations, kind of like an HGTV type of show. Mm-hmm. Um, and we like did a whole season and got to stay in a lot of really, really cool places. I think my favorite were the Earthships. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Those were just like... I've never seen anything like them, and they're amazing, and I think there should be more of them, and it quite possibly might be the future. <laughs> there, There's this whole, like, town in New Mexico, in the yeah. middle of nowhere, where there's, like, an Earthship village. There's, like, 30-something of them, and they just keep building them. And they are 100% sustainable, off-the-grid homes made out of recycled materials and, like, mud. Nice. And they all have solar panels they all have their own gray water system you have plants that can grow inside of them they heat and cool themselves naturally you don't use any electricity any power and they're also built to sustain through natural disasters flooding hurricanes stuff like that mm. wacky but really cool and actually very very beautiful homes yeah i feel like that kind of needs to be our future or hopefully is because we're so we're so in trouble and it's like i stayed there expecting to be like oh maybe i'm gonna be a little uncomfortable or like i'm not gonna have all the creature comforts that i have when i'm at home normally but then oh everything was amazing mm. i loved it okay before the new question mm. how are they tasting it do i do a good job no you did a great job they're delicious have you made these before never sorry man. we're rolling with it okay do you like them yeah um they're great it's actually my first time making all three of these things. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. <gasps> Look at me, pushing you out of your comfort zone. Which is why I'm really happy with this show, because at first when I left BuzzFeed, I was like, should I go more into my gourmet stuff? What, mm. Should I do similar kind of viral stuff? And you're like, I was like, you know what? What I really want to do with food is just like make food with my friends. And that's what I'm doing, right? And then and then that's having fine. giving them the opportunity to give me their dream dinner yeah. takes it all like the onus of choosing off of me which I'm bad at I'm mm-hmm. like I could do a million things it's right. like, nice to you be like I want this and I'm like mm-hmm. great I love food food tells a story it does and like it brings people together all around the world and it's just like nothing's more comforting than food to watch it to eat it everything absolutely oh and then while we're on the same home buddies thing like sure. is it coming back you want to oh. address that <laughs> um, unfortunately so a lot of people do ask me if the show is coming back Unfortunately, it's not because I no longer work at BuzzFeed and BuzzFeed owns the entity. Um, But I love to travel and I love to experience new things. So maybe somewhere in the future, something will happen. And now let's go to Twitter. Oh, Twitter. Yes. Love Twitter. Uh Any plans of traveling and vlogging in various parts of the world and a possible YouTube channel to share such content? Very good question. A lot of people have been asking if I'm starting a YouTube channel and I'm very, very grateful even just to have that question posed to me because that means that people have liked the content that I made and want to see more of it. My thing is I know that when people ask me that, there is an expectation of good content because that's what I love to make is good, real stuff, good content. But I don't wanna just start a YouTube channel just to start one. I wanna start one with like a purpose that has a specific type of content that people can come and watch. And I haven't figured out what that is yet. I know there's like a lot of different opportunities for me to kind of branch out into, but if I'm going to start one, which I don't know if I am, excuse me. Um, means the food is good. Means the food is really good. Um, I would love to like share our traveling experiences because I especially feel like, you know, traveling when you're queer is just like a different lens that you yeah. kind of travel with. Like I'm always like, okay, if we go to a different country, like what is that like? What are the laws like? What are the people like? Are they going to be okay if Kelsey and I are holding hands? So yeah. there's always like stuff to be aware of. Um, so I, I'm always interested in like sharing that and also just learning more about it. 
Um, so maybe. Yeah. We we are going to Spain in September because wow. flights were really cheap. Wow. <laughs> so I was like, let's do it. Um, I, I would want to do it well and I want to do it carefully. Good. But I'm very appreciative that people are asking that. I'm excited for it. I'm Whenever you. you do it, I'm like, <laughs> going to be watching. I'm going to be like, hey, let me help you out. Great. Okay. Do you want some water or anything? Sure. Okay. I'm just gonna, oh, you got to unplug yourself. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no. Okay. I love donuts. They're so good. You could just like cut this in a different way too and have it be like an eating ASMR podcast. Well, it kind of is a little bit. Can I use this spoon? Did I use? I was using a spoon. I'm going to use this spoon. School kids. I know, there's a preschool. Yeah. But it's fine. Again, I think it's like embrace yeah, the Yeah, we're in Hollywood. This is what it's like. There's children outside playing. Okay. So some people were also curious, and definitely feel free to expand this, but um, how did you know Kelsey was the one? And talk about Kelsey oh. and all that journey. Oh, okay. Great question. Um, I was, so, okay. <laughs> Before I was with Kelsey, I had only ever dated one other person. And it was this guy when I was 15 in I high got school. <laughs> so... <laughs> In terms of, like, even then, like, Kelsey and I, like, didn't really date because we were still figuring ourselves out when we were, like, together, kind yeah. of. So it's a, it's a little complicated, but, like, and I hate to sound like this person, but honestly, when you know, you know. <laughs> and I hate, like, because I know people want, like, more than that. But, like, once I was kind of, like, really figuring out, okay, what does this mean? I have feelings for this person. They have feelings for me. This thing feels so real and so good. And then just, you know, like we couldn't even just like be together like a lot of people who are out could be because right. we weren't out. Yeah. So this is still it, in Seattle, right? This was still when we were in Seattle yeah. and it was very much like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. Like there was no in between. Mm -hmm. And I, from the moment I knew, like there was never any other option for me. It was just like, this is it. I'm going to do whatever it takes for this to happen. And mm -hmm. even if it's, even if we go through some really, really tough shit, which we did, we're going to make it through the other end and it's going to be fine because I'm going to be with this person. So I just, I just always knew. Yeah. There was never a question. There was never a doubt. I was never like, oh, I guess I don't want to be with you. There just always has been the thing. So what's your advice for someone that like, wants to find the one? Is it just like be yourself and like wait till it happens? Or? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know you just how to lucky. date. Yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah. how to date. I don't, uh, I've never had to yeah. like ask somebody out. I've never had to like say no. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm just, wow. I'm very inexperienced. Uh, I just got very, very lucky. Yeah. And yeah, be yourself. I think whoever you are, you deserve someone who, gonna like, who likes you for exactly who you are. And when you find that, you're going to know. Cause it's great. Do you know my favorite like little like slogan about finding your, your person is? Mm. People say like I don't know where it comes from, but um, every pot has its own lid. Or every pot has a lid. Oh, like, every, that's every, cute. Yeah, right. It's, it's so cute. Too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone has like their little uh, piece that fits together. That's true. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love love. Um, okay, and now we'll go to Facebook. Okay. And um, this person uh, y dot h m dot underscore says <laughs> um how did you come out to your parents like experience coming out to asian parents because mm. i'm sure maybe that's different than maybe american parents i don't know yeah there's a lot of layers to this so let me try and make it not so complicated um i came out to my mom first oh, wow. and my mom I, I mean i did it kind of knowing that it would be okay um i waited a while to come out because i think i think something that it's not just like an Asian person thing, but I knew that when I was going to tell my parents that they would then have to tell the rest of our family and they would have to tell their friends. And mm -hmm. a lot of our extended family and my parents' family friends, the people they grew up with, um, are still in Singapore. And mm -hmm. it's not legal to be gay in Singapore. And it's actually yeah. like against law and the it's not very progressive at all. And so I knew that you know, me coming out wouldn't just change and affect my life, but it would change and affect their lives and then how they interacted with their friends and family. And that was something that I was really cautious of because I feel like Asian kids like never want to disappoint their parents or grandparents or anybody. So um, it was something I was really, really conscious of. Um, my mom, my mom was okay with it. 
she it was funny because I I came out the day after the Supreme Court ruling. Wow. Because I was like, wow, the people are so excited. <laughs> They're so happy. Like maybe this won't be terrible. And I saw my mom had been like, she like I think she like posted something on Facebook or something and was like, yay. And okay. it was like a positive like, response. Oh, and I was, yes. and I was like, this yeah, is yeah. it. If yeah, I'm good, it's gonna happen. Got it. wow. Um and so it was it was awesome. You know, it took some conversations, absolutely. It took my dad a little bit longer to come around and it took a lot of conversations there too, but um, we're in a really good place now. Everyone, you know, my immediate family was at my wedding and yeah. everyone had a great time. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, it's it's different for everyone, as I'm sure you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. It's different for everybody, especially for Asian people. You kind yeah. of just, it's, it's especially hard with like immigrant families and, you know, because in America we're doing pretty well. Yeah, I feel yeah. like in terms of like Progressive rights yeah, and yeah. like how people are recognized by the law, but yeah. You know, in other countries, it's not that. And it's always something that people are cognizant of. So, yeah, that's kind of how I did it, though. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, I mean, all these people asking questions are a lot of young people. So, like, what is your, like, kind of go-to advice for people who are struggling with when they should come out? Mm Because some of the questions were that thing, too. It's like, I want to, but I'm not ready yet. So, what is your advice to people who are kind of figuring themselves out and want to come out soon? Yeah. I mean, only you will know when you're ready. Yeah, yeah. And in an ideal world, everyone would get to do it and everything would everyone will respond positively, but I know that that's not gonna be the case for everybody. Um, But it does get better, it gets easier as you get older. Mm -hmm. You don't ever have to doubt who you are, because if you know, you know, and that's Mm -hmm. not ever something that you should feel like you have to go back on. And only you'll know when you're ready, and take your time, but when you do, regardless of how some people around you may respond, positive or negative, there is a whole community that is here for you, excited for you, gonna celebrate you and take Mm -hmm. care of you. Mm -hmm. And even if you can't be out, we're still here for you and we still love you. Mm -hmm. And you're awesome, just the way you are. It's like when you finally come out, it's like you realize there's a whole second life that you're just starting. And it's like really great because it's like as a kid I didn't even like dream of the stuff of things I'm able to do now right Mm -hmm. and I just think and we're still in a place where we can grow so it's like it's like so exciting to be like why take that life or that chance away from yourself it's like when you're ready when you can't lie to yourself or others anymore that's when it's time yeah yeah absolutely amazing well that was what app what app the next segment is dream dish dream dish where I go get the food and we actually eat dinner yes I'm so excited I love to eat it's a very carb-heavy dish. I'm sorry. I, I was like, wow, this is like fried and... This is dim sum. This is how it goes. So I took these before you got here. Smells and good. they were perfect when they came out. I'm hoping they're still... I'm sure they're like, perfect. I'm sure they're wonderful. Nice. They're going to be. Da-da. Da-da, nice and hot. I love that you even have one of these. Oh, yeah, of course I do. I have to film the video, so. That's true. Amazing. This is exciting. I'm so excited. It smells really good. We have all the food here. And so what Dream Dish is, is while I'm like getting this ready for you and we like get our food, um, while I'm dishing for you, mm-hmm. get the dish for me. Okay. And either tell me like a secret that like no one knows about you. Oh. Or like, just like, or like um, dish about like some kind of subject people don't know about that you want to like explain more about in the world. Oh, okay. Ready, and... Oh! Oh my god! You made those from scratch? From scratch, yeah. Oh my god. This is one of those things that feels like always impossible. Like, I can't even try to make these. No! Are you kidding me? Um, I think I could definitely have done better, but they taste really great. They look amazing. Yeah. Dish, a secret nobody knows about me. I mean, it's not really a secret, but I'm a middle child. Okay. I don't know if you knew that. I am too. I think we talked about it, actually. <gasps> You're right. <laughs> you also have two sisters. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. we did talk. Dang it, so that's not a secret. Um, not Still not quite a secret. Kelsey is also the middle of three girls. Okay. Wait, so then let's, let's talk about, let's dish about being a middle child. Like, what's that like? Yes, being a middle child. Ugh, okay. I don't know if you feel this way, but my sisters i have an older and a younger sister Mm -hmm. and i feel like they're very similar to each other yeah and then i'm like the dark horse (laughs) the black sheep i'm the same i I feel like with my two siblings so yeah they're kind of like like each other and Mm -hmm. then since the older one got everything first and the younger one got all like like, the spoils yeah i had to like 
do my own thing. Right. And that, I think, is what made me have my right. cool life, I think. Right, and that's like, I don't know if there's just like something like built into us to be like, no, I'm gonna be different. Yeah, I'm gonna be cool. I'm I gonna, like being different. Yeah, 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 yeah. I gotta be the best at something because I'm not the first and I'm not the baby. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is Kelsey the same way? Um, yeah, she's also very different from her sisters. It's yeah. very funny. But we find each other. Middle children. Yeah. We find each other. And we are we, kindred spirits. We are. Okay. Oh, let's eat these. Yes. So, you want to open it up? Yes. I can't believe you made these. I did. Was it hard? Um, so, I always say, and this is a good lesson for cooking in general. Yeah, try it. Well, it made me, it made me look cool. I don't know. It's really hot. Um, but I always say, everything when you cook is hard the first time, but then it's like exponentially easier mm. so I, I the first time when i was like folding the pleats right yes. i was like this is i can't get it and then after i got like to like the halfway through i'm like this is easy and now i know in the future when i do it it's gonna mm. be fine so it's yeah. like every dish i do it's like hard the first time but then it's easy so just like if you're scared just you know mess up the few first ones and then you'll be fine is it good mm. yes yeah. these taste delicious yeah. mm. i think i could have made it fluffier it's okay because you were like Matthew, they have to be fluffy. <laughs> That's their thing. Is that they're, These, when you break them open, they're fluffy. Uh-huh. So you did it. You're on your way there. These are delicious. The flavor is great though, right? Flavor is so good. How, what did you do? So, oh, so how you make them, you have pork belly mm-hmm. and you mm. massage it with um, soy sauce, dark soy sauce, uh, ginger, five spice powder, five spice. a little bit of salt and honey mm. or sugar. Mm. Um, and then you also can get like um, fermented red bean curd. And you like let you massage it, let it sit in an overnight in the fridge for six hours or more, and then the next morning you um, bake it at four hundred on a wire rack until it's like really almost burnt, like so crispy, glazy. Okay. Chop it up, and then you can either like do a separate like sauce with it, but you also like I thought it was made more sense to just do the same marinade, mm-hmm. and you saute some onions, add the chopped char siu, the, the glazed right. pork, and then. Um, you add the extra marinade and let it like simmer until it's all like nice and glazy and then you add a cornstarch slurry and then it's done and then you let it cool and then you put it in you did so much work yeah. and then this, <laughs> and then this is um um for the dough you mix um cake flour or there's like a it's called hong kong flour or pao flour oh and it's like a low starch cake flour basically oh, wow. um and um from but from the chinese mm-hmm. and then you mix it with powdered sugar and um yeast and baking powder and water and then that rose for a bit and then i did all like the rolling and the mm-hmm. dumpling stuff but mm-hmm. it was so much fun like i had a blast so like wow you did so much work thank you so much all for you my love thank you do you like cooking asian food Li- okay literally I almost say I love every kind of food except for like American because <laughs> like I grew up on like American or Italian American food mm. so like that's all kind of boring to me or like I could like mm. do it in my sleep mm-hmm. so anything that's like new I love so like a lot of Asian food um, and from any country or any province or whatever like mm-hmm. I find it so fascinating mm-hmm. and because it's so detailed oriented and very beautiful and like I have big sausage fingers so like that's the biggest challenge for me is to figure out how to like get it dainty and beautiful yeah so yeah I love it have you been to Asia? Um, I have not, and I, I, the only other Matthew. place, I know, the only other place I've ever traveled to outside of the States was for England, Luxembourg. Oh my God. Um, cause I'm a poor kid and, and That's my fair. Parents don't, it is hard. Yeah. But eventually the goal is like my honeymoon or my like big trip. I want to like travel the world. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Are you on that email list? Scott's cheap flights? No, but maybe you it should, should be. be. It's okay. free. Forward it to me. It's all these like mistake fares. And they like email them to you and they're like, hey, there's these mistake fares. They're this cheap. That's beautiful. And you got it. You got to do. They do a lot to Asia. Okay. I would say go to Singapore. Um, there's a CIA campus there and I have some friends <gasps> who went there. Do it. I, wanna, I would like love to go to Singapore because they have like, they're like very wealthy and they're like very. Yes. They have like food from everywhere. Singapore, but also from everywhere around. Right everywhere. Now. Yeah. Because yeah. Singapore is just a giant melting pot of cultures. Mm-hmm. So it's like all of these really, really, like, authentic types of food from all over Southeast Asia, and then, like, all kind of, like, mixed together, and Mm -hmm. then with, like, some colonialism, British stuff in there, so it's, like, you'd be able to get some pretty authentic, different types of cuisine there. It's, like, a great place to go if you're a big-time foodie. Definitely. It's on my list. I'd say that or, like, Hong Kong. Yeah. I was even just in the Hong Kong airport, and the food was amazing. (laughs) I was like, wow! Um... Well, you know why I think um, a lot of other countries, even if like their fast food is good, mm-hmm. because in, in their mind, I feel like 
they're just making the food com convenient for the guests, but they're not making it easier for them in a certain sense. So they still do all of the great work and stuff. Right. So it's still good food. Whereas here, fast food or, or convenience food is like means it's convenient for the employer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so they just like cheapen shit up. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, I've, yeah, I want to go there. Mm -hmm. Other places, my list is too long, yeah. but eventually it'll happen. Do it. Yeah. Um, okay, so now that while we're eating, we're gonna get into like the actual like dinner view portion where we just like <gasps> chat and eat and yes. whatever. Right? Um, all the segments are over. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, we learned a little bit about like your past and mm -hmm. like what you're doing now. Mm -hmm. But I'm like just really curious, like even dive deeper into who Nikki is, right? Mm, no. Okay. Sure. Okay. Um, okay, so you mentioned about uh, you know not finishing college, and yes. I, I think especially with like the most recent like news about like the college. Oh my god! Yes. Stuff, you know, college. I think people are learning. It's not for everyone, mm -hmm. and it's not. It's like a such a rigged system. Like I think I got lucky through it, and mm -hmm. I, have, I have a really rare story. Yeah. But most people, I feel like it's just like almost like a scam. So like I think you <laughs> you did what worked best for you. Yes. And like, I don't know. Like, are you happy with your unconventional journey? And like, would you change anything? Yeah, or? it's funny because I was having this conversation with someone the other day. Because like, if college was really about learning. And, and learning skills and mm -hmm. learning about the world and learning so that you can do a job that you really care about mm -hmm. one day. If that's what it was, like, that would be great. Because yeah. even I'm like, I love learning. And yeah. I, if I was like in a place to go back to school now, it wouldn't like take up all my time and money, right? But to go back and to actually like learn a craft that I'm interested in or mm -hmm. learn the history of something that I'm really interested in. Like, I feel like I'm in a good headspace to do that now. But I feel like, as I mentioned, Mm -hmm. when you're 18 you have no idea I had no idea what I was doing mm -hmm. I kind of did but there was so much other stuff that I was just so confused by yeah. and like I was on the east coast for the first time living by myself and I even just like the practicality of like I lived in Boston and the winter was so hard and I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I mean, yeah, you were upstate New York, yeah. same thing. and I'm from Minnesota, so I was fine, though. Oh, okay, that's true. Um, but, like, there were, like, two blizzards and a hurricane in the one year that I was in Boston, and I was like, how do people live? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Right? You stay indoors. <laughs> you, stay, you stay indoors, but then I had to go outside to go to class. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think you put it in a really good way of, like, I did what works for me. And it's yeah. like, I did, I did your school in Boston at film school, and mm. then I transferred back to a school in Seattle so mm. that I was closer to home, and I, you know, I studied communications, because I was like, you know what, if I really, really want to do film, I don't necessarily need a degree to do it. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to get a degree that can maybe even just get me a job, because yeah. I was just, like, really panicking about getting a job. Um, so I studied communications for a year at a small school in Seattle, and then I got a job in the summer for like a startup video production company. Mm -hmm. It's like very corporate e. Um, and I worked part time there through the summer, and then school started, and they asked me to go full time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "This feels like a really good opportunity. Like it's a job." And I didn't love going to school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna take a risk," and I did. So I got a bunch of experiences. Like there's only so much you can learn in a classroom and there's oh my God, yeah. so much more that you can learn in the real world and like actually talking to people and actually messing up and actually yeah. understanding why you messed up and how to do better next time yeah. and I was like really grateful for the opportunity to do that and then that was the job that like got me into BuzzFeed and right. I, I applied after and they right. were like yeah you know how to do these things great mm -hmm. like no one ever asked me if I went to yeah. college yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I was like okay <laughs> I feel like college is like it's all like one day you will, one mm. day you shall try this. Like and and if some people work great like that, but a lot of people don't. They are they're very hands on, um, and I think the whole one day you will is fine. Like when our parents went, when it was like five hundred bucks right. or whatever. Right. But when you're spending like tens of thousands of dollars every year, yeah, it's like I feel like for now, it worked for me because I knew exactly what I wanted, and yeah. I, I was I was lucky to have people. Um, with scholarships pay for school for me. Mm -hmm. But like a lot of people don't have that. So it's like my my advice is like only go to college if you know exactly what you want to do. Mm -hmm. And if, if you're like actively like applying for scholarships or have money coming in mm -hmm. or else it's like figure it out yourself. Yeah. And like figure out if your if your goal mm -hmm. in life is to needs a degree. And like yes. I just think so like do some soul searching before college because yeah, no one teaches you about taxes or about um about debt or about all these things that mm -hmm. college will bring to you hardcore um 
so and like, unless you can figure that stuff out first, you figure figure out yourself and what you want first before college. Yeah. yeah. Or unless like you like are gonna be a doctor. Right. <laughs> like, um, please go to school. <laughs> that's true. That's fair. It's very very important. Um. Yeah. I mm. don't know. Just like. It's hard when you're that age because everyone kind of wants to tell you how they did it. Yeah. And then everyone has an opinion of how you should do it. And all your friends are going. And all your friends are making different decisions and figuring stuff out. I was also just like, I think I'm gay. And I think I can't just ignore that anymore. So, like, that was something I wish I could have been like, hmm, if I were, like, mentally in a healthy place of, like, knowing who I was as a person, which I feel like a lot of kids younger and younger now are getting to do that which is so cool yeah but it was like i had to go to all my dances with boys and i didn't like it and i had crushes on girls but i didn't know how to tell anybody and nothing was going to come of it so like if i were in a better space and if i were more confident in who i was as a person and if i knew what it meant to study certain things like college would have been awesome and like there are people like you who like that was where you were at and that's what you were able to do and that's so so cool and it's like my I saw my older sister my both of my sisters have been to college and graduated Mm -hmm. and like they loved their experience you know they love the living on campus they love you know communal living having people down the hall I didn't like having roommates and it was like really hard for me yeah yeah (laughs) um but like I saw them thrive and I saw them meet people that they're going to be friends with for the rest of their lives and do some really awesome stuff and like, yeah, like, I mean, yeah, I'm the middle child, so obviously I went on a different path. And I even, like, I took a year off before I went to college after high school. Yeah. And that's when I met Kelsey. So maybe that's the secret to love. <laughs> no college. college. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Just uh, kidding. Go to college. Yeah, go to college if you can if yes, you want to. Yes, if you can. Um, but if you can't, it's fine. Look at me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, life, I think everyone's life just kind of pans out the way it should mm-hmm. and sometimes you never you don't think so and in the moment you're like oh shit my life is falling apart but you, in mm-hmm. the end it always works like again the buzzfeed thing i mm-hmm. think we're gonna want to do better things you know I'm not excited. and like someone told me they were like look it doesn't matter like what industry that you're in but if you are somebody who is passionate and you have a good work ethic and you know how to work hard mm-hmm. you can make it yeah and if you sh- and also i think that's a really important thing which you have is um, if you work hard, you're passionate, and you just, if you put off the energy of like positivity and like being grateful that you're there, mm-hmm. people are like gravitate towards you because they're yeah. like, I love that they enjoy their time. Yeah. Because some people can be like, can be talented or work hard, but they're like grumpy all the time. Mm-hmm. And like, they're just negative Nellies. You know, I think people love totally. when people are enjoying their life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was like one of the best things about working at BuzzFeed mm-hmm. was like, sitting around with people that are like actually my friends and mm-hmm. who are also so so talented and being like hey let's come up with an idea and then let's make it yeah. and then people get to see it and people get to relate to it and connect to it mm-hmm. and like that's the thing that i miss the most really is yeah, like the people and, making yeah. stuff with my friends yeah which we're continuing to do regardless are, yeah, yeah. but i'll like if you can find yourself in a good space with good people and you're doing something that means something yeah and you know how to work hard like the rest of it doesn't really matter at the end of the day yeah I think opportunities come and go and the world can take you anywhere as long as you work hard at what you want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Totally. Great. Okay. So then um, what brought you into like being passionate for film Mm. and um, like how did that start and why do you think film is so important for the world? Oh, great question. Thank you. I think like what initially kind of drew me in is I've always loved movies my parents have always loved movies my my mom for some reason had this like policy that she would never censor us as kids so I saw way too many movies that were like very age inappropriate at like too young of an age that are just burned in my brain but kind of go mom yeah yeah there are some where I wish she would have been like please don't watch this but I did (laughs) um but I something that I loved was this feeling when like you walk into a movie theater and you walk out feeling like you just lived someone else's life. Mm-hmm. Like that feeling of like, oh, I, I, like, when movies make you feel like you're in the movie with it, and you're like, I know what it's like to experience this thing, because acting is amazing, and they shot it well, and it's directed well, it's a great script, it's a great story, and then like you leave the movie theater being like, I just experienced something new. Yeah. That was like an experience that I loved having as a kid, and mm-hmm. like as a teenager. Mm-hmm. And, and now. And now, obviously, love doing it. And, like, there's just, there's so, 
I think it's just like an innate human thing to be drawn to good stories. Yeah. Like I think no matter where you are in the world, who you are, a good story is like enough to occupy your brain. Yeah. It's something that can stay with you for days and days. Yeah. I think music is very similar, mm -hmm. but. You know why? Mm. Um, I think there are a few, only a few occupations left that are very innate to human existence. Mm. And a few of those are um, uh, storytelling because of oral stories, right? Mm -hmm. That like during caveman times, right. they would tell stories. Forever. Food, very mm -hmm. innate to human yes. music. That's like, that's been forever. And then stuff like fighting and sex. But like, <laughs> you know, but these, these other artistic ones, um, uh, like I think those to me are much more natural than like stuff like math or like, business and those are like yeah. more newer inventions and totally. these types of things just like strike you to your core because mm -hmm. I, I, why I love film and food and all yeah, that kind of stuff you know absolutely. it's like it's so natural yeah that's a good point yeah for sure and like I obviously like as I got older and as I've been in a space where like like it's not like I came to BuzzFeed and was like I'm gonna be on camera yeah. and I'm a diverse person from a diverse background and I'm gonna use that to, like none of that ever crossed my mind mm -hmm. ever but I was kind of like as everyone at BuzzFeed was just like thrust into this role. Like none mm. of us go there to be on camera talent. No, we go no. there to be like creators and producers. And then you're gonna you, pay me to like make what <laughs> I want like, in the world. Right. Awesome. It's like you wanna watch me mess up making a cheesecake for two days? Great. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's something that all of us kind of just were thrust into. And then to have people be like, hey, this person looks like me. They have a similar experience to me mm. and it's entertaining and I'm I'm a firm believer of the concept of like if I can see it I can be it mm. and mm. I think that's like if you show kids that they don't just have to be one thing or if you show girls that they don't just have to like ballet and yeah. being princesses if you can yeah. show boys that they don't have to like trucks or football you know like if you kind of you show them like hey there's this person who does this thing yeah. and there's this person who does this thing mm -hmm. and if you can see it you can be it and that's how I feel about film and that's why I feel like the film industry has been around for so long and there is such a precedence for telling the same story over and over and over again yeah. but we will still watch it yeah. I will still watch it yeah. I will watch it and I will love it and I yeah. will watch it again but like like, can you imagine if we just got to tell so many different types of stories over and over and over again? And like, like look, at, like people are really excited about the success of a movie like Crazy Rich Asians, which yeah. so fun to watch, yeah. loved it. Yeah. You know, breaking the glass ceiling in a yeah. lot of different ways. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like we should live in a world where like Crazy Rich Asians could have been bad. Right. But then more Asian movies would have come after it right, right. because we tell stories all the time in Hollywood. Where it didn't, it doesn't have to like be like the end Make all Make or break, all. exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so like now, the way I think about film and storytelling and what I want to do next and the stories that I want to tell, like a lot of it is to tell stories in a way that I know people want to hear. Yeah. And I know people are excited about. Yeah. But maybe don't have the recognition in mainstream yet. Yeah. Like, I think, like, look at how queer people consume media. Yeah. Like, we are powerful folks. Yeah, because like, we, we're so desperate we're for something. We're so yeah. desperate. We're yeah. so desperate. Yeah. And we'll watch anything. Yeah, yeah. Like, the amount of, like, <laughs> YouTube compilations of shows that I don't even watch, but I'll watch because there's a queer couple in it. Yeah. Like, I will do that till I'm blue in the face. <laughs> or, like, or like there's certain shows where the show itself is so boring, but I'll watch, like, you know, Boy yeah. A and Boy B yeah, storyline. Yeah, and then you're like, oh! <laughs> yeah, and then I just watch just their storylines. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. we are such loyal customers and yeah. viewers, and we want to see more of those stories, and I want to be part of making those stories and helping other stories get told. Yeah. And I think there's such an opportunity, especially with something with like the way technology is moving and changing, like the accessibility of it. Yeah. is like amazing like when I was like closeted in high school I couldn't just like pop in a DVD at my parents house and right. watch like a gay movie but now on your phone yeah. but I found one on YouTube and yeah. I watched it on YouTube yeah, yeah. and like kids get to do that now yeah. in a safe way yeah. and in a way that gets to be like I get to see myself reflected in a way that's positive yeah and good and sexy and interesting and fun yeah and I think it's like what's cool about like the future of, of film and especially with queer film and especially people like you who I know will be making stuff mm, one day so, right? thank you <laughs> But like you know, I think everyone. I don't need this. Eat more, and I have more. I have one more. Oh god! Yeah. Um, 
but uh, like growing up, right? Like there's always like you when you watch. So I, because I have ideas for like film and things that I want to do in the future as well. Yeah. And like you basically, when you watch like the older ones, the more like classic white straight ones, mm-hmm. you have your own version how how you wish it could have went. Right. And I feel like so a lot of young queer people have so many fascinating stories and so many like life experiences are different than the norm. Absolutely. That we're gonna end up creating some of the most fantastic stories mm-hmm. and like yeah it's, it just I think as long as you end up either you know being a part of um stories that you yourself as a kid needed to see mm-hmm. I think that's when it's like really powerful and really absolutely great. yeah I don't know what's cool about like the queer community and the stories that we have to tell is that it's constantly changing yeah like one of my favorite videos I made at BuzzFeed was when Kelsey and I got to interview an older lesbian couple I think that came up before I was there, and like oh, I saw, yeah, yeah. So like, on. well, I mean, I I I knew you sure, like before, okay. but like I was like, wow, Nikki's great. Anyway, keep going, keep <laughs> thank going. you. But like, I was just so excited to meet them and be like, look at you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they were so excited to meet us and be like, no, look at you. You know, and it's like their experiences of being queer so much different mm. than my experience of being queer. And it's like okay, and when when I'm fifty or in my sixties and I meet young people who are queer, their experience is gonna be vastly different than ours. Mm. And so our, our stories are always changing. They're kind of like, I think they're like loosely calling our generation like the coming out generation. Cause mm. like that's just something that's so unique to our experiences. Mm. Whereas like this next generation is the most out generation in history. Oh wow. And like, oh, yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> right, like, cause with like how things are progressing and with, you know, civil rights and social rights and laws changing, there's a lot of opportunity for kids to like, like every time I see like kids in high school going to prom, like wearing whatever the I'm, hell I'm they all... want and going with whoever they want, I'm like, yes. I'm like, I'm like yes, but also like secretly uh, jealous. I know, I know. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I want that. I'm like, uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah. I know, I did. I went Opposite, with boys. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, and yeah, so just all exciting. So then, okay, in the future, Definitely. like, so where do you? What would be like your dream future, your dream career, Ugh. your dream like? Yeah, but I mean, I know it's like hard to think about, but like, what do you? What are you aiming for in your life? Do you have like mm. something? Um, I don't know. Are you more just in the moment person? No, okay. So like I have things that I want to do in my life. Put it into the universe. See, I'm scared to. I'm telling you, do it. It's so good. Like I think, at least for me, I think that's what has made my life happen. I tell people and they're like, you mentioned this one time, would you whatever? So like, just put it out. What is <gasps> wow. it? What do you want to do? Yeah. What are your dream I wanna, projects? I want to like direct TV and movies. Yeah. I don't know if I'm good at writing them. That's something I'm still figuring out in the time being. But yeah, I want to like be part of like making awesome stories and getting it to the point where like millions of people in a movie theater can watch them. Yeah. Like that's what I want to do. Yeah. Um, and I'm like always been scared to say that because like if you look at where I'm at now, you're gonna be like, that's not gonna happen. Um, and especially if you look at where I was like five years ago, you're gonna be like, that's not gonna happen. But you're right. Put it in the universe. Put it in the universe. Put it in the universe. And I told you when I, I think it was, I probably was, I was probably still an intern. Mm. But after we kind of first hanging out, we kind of became friends. I was like, one day I want to make like a f- queer foodie film, and I want to like think of the idea and write some of it. But I want you to direct it. I think I, I don't remember, remember that. that. But, like, I remember yeah. that. I remember that. And I was like, hell yeah. Yeah. I'll so, do it. So just like. Yeah, put it out in the world, and you're gonna meet people who like share your vision. Totally. Obviously, we do, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, just like it's gonna happen. You know, you just have to. Thank work you. Out. And even if it doesn't, and I get anywhere near any of that, it would still be pretty awesome. Yeah. Another quote that I love is like, if, if you um, shoot for the moon and you miss, you still land among the stars. Mm-hmm. Right. Good stuff. Um. Here, should I grab the other tray? No. Oh my no? god. Okay. No. I cannot. <laughs> okay. But um, they are so good. Okay. Good. Um. Okay, so then, um, in your career so far, like, what has been some hurdles you've faced or roadblocks, and what have you done to get past them? Um, this sounds lame, but I think I've been my biggest hurdle. That's not lame. That's fascinating. Explain. Really? Yeah. Mm. I mean, I think people can relate, but, like, mm. say, say your own version, because I think that's nice. Yeah. I mean, I've been very lucky when, like, with my time with BuzzFeed, where if I could be, like, here's this thing that I want to make, and it might not be something that we've made before, or it might not be something that people might expect, but I want to try it anyways. Most of the times, I would get a yes. Yeah. And so the thing that would kind of stop me up a bit would be my own fears, right. and my own worries, yeah. and my fear of failing, and my fear of making something bad that people don't like, or messing yeah. up and saying the wrong thing. And it's just, I think it kind of comes down to like imposter syndrome. Yeah. Let's talk about that. 
oh, which is such a thing, and I wish it wasn't, but it's such a thing of like where you feel like you're an imposter when you kind of like gain any sort of position of power or mm -hmm. momentum. Mm -hmm. And I would feel that a lot, you know, like at the end of the day, like, like who am I to be like making a video where I talk about X, Y, and Z when there are other people who could do it better than me. Uh, and there are other people who have done it better than me and there are gonna be people, be people who will do it better than me. But, but they won't like, do it like you, and that's what's important. Right. Like, everyone's different. Totally. I mean, I feel like you've done the same thing where it's like, when you put out, like, when you say a video idea out loud, and it makes you nervous to say it. Yeah, so I, I, I'm trying to give you all the positive because, like, I feel the same way, where, like, I feel the <laughs> yeah, same imposter yeah, syndrome, but like, I'm trying to tell you <laughs> to not feel <laughs> no, bad because I, it's, yeah. Yes, but, totally. Um, but yeah, so, like, when you, when you come to that, feeling mm -hmm. how do you deal with it how do you get past it or what do you do I think this is where just like good friends come in yeah and like people like you yeah. when you're like no that's not true yeah I know this about you yeah. I know you're someone who can do this you yeah. are capable look at your history of being capable yeah, yeah, yeah. and even if you do fail who cares yeah, yeah just give it a shot and I've been so lucky to have so many awesome like creative people around me and being like hey I like this idea too yeah even just having one person be like this thing that you're that's interested good. in I'm also interested yeah. in it. you're not crazy, right? Yes, like, totally. You're, you're, like, you're like, as long as one other person gets it, right, then I'm fine. Yeah, right. Yeah, I feel and like. it's like, not every video I made was great. Mm -hmm. I made bad videos. But mm -hmm. like, at the end of the day, is that really what matters? Yeah, no. Right? Like, you learn something from it every yeah. time. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a constant thing. Yeah. It's a constant thing of being like, I'm not an imposter. I yeah. deserve to be here. Mm -hmm. There are people who make worse things who are also here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's okay. Yeah. And I like to think of like, down the line, you know, if people summarize your life or they make some kind of real, like, no one's ever, they're gonna put the best moments. So it's like, oh, it's, sure. it's, it's always good to just keep making chances at the best moments. You yeah. Know? And like, I think a lot of people get stopped by their insecurities or like, mm -hmm. they're like, I'm not ready yet or I'm feeling the imposter syndrome. So they just never do it. Right. Never, never right. do the thing. So mm -hmm. it's like, if you just like do it, everyone messes up. And like, you know, um, that's the, the biggest thing I always tell myself. It's like, just do it, mess it up, and like keep moving on. Right. Um, and when it comes to like, the imposter syndrome, like I also have a lot of issues where like, once I start to ask someone for their thoughts, it's like a rabbit hole. I keep asking more people, right. and I, just, right. I get like more, because then it's like conflicting totally. opinions. The more people you ask, like the more uncertain at least I know I felt. Right. And the best things I've ever created in my life are when I didn't ask anyone. Mm. I just did it. Mm. And like that's when I um, did the Coco Van and like the Teach Me series that I'm like the most proud of. And that's yeah. like the one video that I now like use as my resume to show people. Yeah. And everyone was like, I don't know. I don't yeah. think you should do it. Yeah. And um, Some, you even, gotta trust your gut. Even close friends like Rie and Alex and they're like, I don't know if we need to do that. And I was just like, I think it would be great. And people loved it. And now it's like great for me. And mm -hmm. this is something I'm just like, everyone's like, no, no. And it's like, I'm doing it. Yeah. Um, and, I, and, and in the day, it's like, you know, because your role on this earth isn't to please other people right. or build other companies up. It's like to live your best life yourself. So it's mm -hmm. like, it's, this may not be great for someone else, but it works for me. And whatever you do, it might not be perfect for like someone in Timbuktu, but for you, right. it'll advance, advance your life and make you happier. Right. Yeah. I mean, I kind of just always got to a point where I was like, I would rather try and mess up than not try at all and then regret and yeah. then like wish that I did yeah you know because that's like the, yeah that's for sure I think that's when re regrets really happen it's not when you do something yourself mm -hmm. and mess up because there's always lessons but it's like when someone else you give them the power and then they fuck you up or right, fuck you right, over right, then you're like right. oh <laughs> yeah um okay that great was interesting these are great um and then okay so now we're kind of getting towards the end here mm -hmm. um before we get into the final two questions so this is the official dinner views guest book. So right? cute. You can see how there's like stains on it already I from love all the food. That. Um, and so everyone like puts their name and they sign and they um, leave a question for the next person. Ooh. Which means so Keanu Moju, who was my guest last mm -hmm. week, she left a question for you. <gasps> Fantastic. Right? Okay, so Keanu asks, and I don't want, I don't read them until right now. Oh, okay. So um, it's a surprise for me too. Uh, what is a childhood dream you gave up on? And do you think you would be able to achieve it now if you tried? Oh, um, <laughs> so I don't talk about this a lot, but I, and I don't know if you know, but when I was a kid, I was, I was a competitive ice skater. What? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, keep going, keep going. <laughs> I like started when I was five and I, I did it till I was like 
16. Um, <laughs> 11 years? That's like, yeah, wow. Yeah, and it feels like a different life now, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, oh, I, I lived two lives already. Um, oh, so like my, all I ever like remember my childhood dream being was like, I wanna go to the Olympics, which I like realistically was never going to do, but. Could you do like flips and stuff and twirls? Yeah, jump, yeah, jumps and yeah, yeah. I would like compete like nationally and stuff like that. Don't. This should have been your secret. No, don't, I guess. <laughs> it's not a secret. Don't look it up. There's okay. nothing online. Okay, okay. <laughs> but, wow, um, that's cool. Yeah, so would I be able to achieve it now? No. I think, you know, past dreams doesn't mean that your dreams now, like I think it's, you're on totally, great stuff, you know? Totally, yeah. yeah. It's just like, it, it was it's great. a different life. It was a different life. Your reaction was great. I, that blew my <laughs> mind. But also you could do what, um, Cause I'm, are you still good at it, or have you looked on Lost? No, I haven't. Because um, Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye like, does yeah, all that. Yeah, I love do it. watching. That's awesome. He's he's great. Yeah, he's do really that. Like do it for fun. Do it for fun. Yeah, really improving. He is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. like likes to post like his before and he's really yeah. actually very much improving. Yeah. I DM'd him one time because he was doing some like, he was trying to do some off ice jumps and he was like, "This isn't working. Tell me why." And I was like, "Oh, I think it's this." And he like responded <gasps> and I was like, "He's so nice." Wow. <laughs> Anyways, that's cool. Yeah, thanks. Did um, you do any childhood sports no one knows about? Um, yeah, I should. I did basketball, soccer, <gasps> softball. Wow. I was a jock, no. Wow, um, you no, were no. a jock. Um, the only one I still love is softball, obviously, because we, um, right. we play softball. We did play softball. Um, well, I still play. You don't you, still I don't, play. I don't. I stopped because I was terrified of getting hurt. Yeah. I'm a little clumsy. We're, we're starting again. Yeah. I also heard it got hard. We got to an upper league. Yeah, that's yeah. why I was like, mm -mm. Yeah, but no, I love softball. Um, and... I, but I'm not someone that likes like to watch sports really. I like to watch the Olympics, oh. but I'm more of like I want to get in mm. and like beat someone. I want to I'm competitive. I want to like, destroy you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah. That's great. Um, okay. Um, and then so yeah. Um, when we're done, I'll have you write a question Perfect. for our next guest, who awesome. is Jalisa. Oh, so fun. Yeah, She's right? so fun. I know. I love her. Uh, okay. So last few questions are: If you could um, talk to a younger Nikki, like what kind of advice would you give? Her? Oh dear. How young? Um, whatever stage, you know, what do you, what does young Nikki need to know? Trust your gut. Yeah. Your gut's always right. Someone said that to me like a year ago and I was like, holy shit, you're right. I was always, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like, I feel like that's not something people tell kids a lot because people are yeah. always telling kids how to do stuff. You Conform, like, listen to me, right. you're wrong. You're yeah. Like, Trust your gut. Yeah. And like, now I know what it, how it feels to like listen to my gut. And like that's so valuable. Yeah, that's why I say trust your gut. That's a good one. Um, and then the last one just is like, well, a how was all the food? Did you enjoy the food? So good. I yeah. can't believe you did all of that for me, but it was really fantastic. Of course, I did it for you. And I mm. need you to send me all the recipes so that okay. I can give them a try and then I'm, fail a few times. I wrote them all up, um, and I can send that to you. And I'm also gonna make a video eventually Perfect. that you can watch and lovely. Be easy. Um, and then um, anything you want to say to those who are watching? Um. If they made it all the way to the very end. <laughs> you made it, congratulations. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry we couldn't share this food with you. Yeah. Because it's pretty great. Thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, more to come from Nikki soon. She's yes. Gonna, eventually, she's going to be on to an amazing project, and I know everyone's desperate to see it. Yes. Um, um, there is stuff in the works. Yes. I always say that, but it really is true. Um, and I'm hoping it's really great, and I'm hoping that it's something that people will love. Um, in the meantime, I'm on Twitch. I stream mostly like twice a week. Okay. Um, last week I did, I streamed like me and Kelsey making a cake, okay. and that was like really fun. Okay. Um, and then the other side of it was like video games. So yeah. that's where I'm at usually, so if you're like, wow, I really miss listening to Nikki talk, I'm on stream, I'm on Twitch, so come hang out. Um, but yeah, stuff is coming. There is yeah. stuff happening. And also, a lot of people have been like very, very kind and just like, I'm sure you've had the same thing yeah. where they're just like, hey, I hope you're okay. Yeah, <laughs> Which yeah. is like so, so sweet. Yeah. And I definitely am okay. Yeah. Everything's fine. Yeah. We're good. We're on to bigger and better things. On to bigger and better things. Kelsey's yeah. my sugar mama right now. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not mad at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's okay. We're good. We're yeah. doing good. Good. Yeah. Thank you for um, having me. Of course. So fun. The last thing I just wanted to say was like, you know, we talked about it a little bit, but like, it's for me, it's really cool to like be friends with someone like you because before I came to BuzzFeed, right, like obviously I've seen some things and as being a queer kid, you were one of the, like not, I don't know, the first, but one more like right. more fun queer people on BuzzFeed and like to kind of show up here and 
you kind of walk around as an intern and you're like, oh, I know they're, you know, whatever. Right. And now like, we're friends, which is like yeah. really cool. And now I'm like excited to like, I feel like whatever you do in the future, I'm not like a, a cheerleader from the from afar. Mm-hmm. I'm someone that like actually like cheer you on, yes, help you out. And like, absolutely. I'm with, I love being your friend. And thanks <gasps> Thank for coming. Thank you so much. I love being your friend. Thank you. And whatever you do, you know I'm there. Yeah. Whatever it is. Well, I'll give you free food while I do it. So I love that. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, mm. So nice. Mm. Can I pack yes. anything up? Yeah. <laughs> I think because well, absolutely. I, I feel bad that um, Kelsey didn't come because she could have come. Uh, she's at work. Oh, she's at work. Okay. Okay. Good. She has a job. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Oh my god. Thank you. thank you so much.